Thank you. Thank you. Can't you feel it? Can't you just feel it? Can't you feel him? His love is so powerful in this place right now. Oh, let him cleanse you. Let him cleanse your heart. Let him cleanse your spirit, cleanse your mind. Oh, God, create in me, create in me, create in me. <laughs> Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Renew my spirit. Create in me, oh God. Create in me a brand new heart. I want to love my brother. I want to love my sister, God. Oh, Father, 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 Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, sweet Jesus. We feel after you. We feel after you. We feel after you. Amen. I want to close this year out with this. You can be seated. What a beautiful spirit, perfect move of God for what we are about to do. We're only going to be in service for a few more minutes. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures. I got a couple of things I want to say. And then we're going to go to one another. And, and you know, because we're in the school, we... We can't do the actual foot washing with the water, but we, for the last few years, you know how we do it. We just find a brother or a sister, a sister to sister, brother to brother, and, and we kneel down before them, and we put our hands on their feet, and we just begin to pray over our brother or pray over our sister and pray blessings upon them. We humble ourselves to one another. I want to read a few verses. You're familiar with them, but uh, I just want to point out a couple of things, and then we're going to end the service today uh, by doing this. I believe um, Sister Mata is daughter being baptized. Okay, so right after we do the feet thing, we'll get her. We'll get her ready, and we'll get out there. We're excited about being baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Put your hands together for that. Love her very much. So sweet. Lord, fill her with the Holy Ghost, and uh, what a great work God is doing. In that family. In John chapter 13, verse number four. You can just listen, Don, if you want to put it up, if you can. But just um, listen, listen to the words. He, being Jesus, rises from supper, laid aside his garments, and he took a towel. And he girded himself, verse five. And after that, he poureth water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. We know how we go through the verses with Peter and, Lord, you aren't going to wash my feet, and I don't wash your feet, I have no part of you. Lord, wash my head, wash my hands. And the Lord says to him, no, none of that's necessary. If I wash your feet, and you allow it, then it takes care of everything else in our relationship to one another. In verse number 12, so after he had washed the feet or their feet and had taken his garments and was set down again, 
he said unto them. Look at the words he used. Know ye what I have done to you. Do you possibly comprehend what just took place? Another place he says, you call me master and Lord. Next verse. And ye say, well, for so I am. If, if I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, ye also to wash one another's feet. I have given you an example that ye should do as I have done to you. Now, I want to tell you that the point of these verses is not the physical washing of the feet. Because you can wash your brother's feet or the sister's feet and still have bitterness in your heart. It isn't just the physical act. But the Lord made a comment. He looked at them. He, he said to them, do you have any idea what I just did to you? And then he prefaces that statement with this. I am your Lord and Master. You call me these things, yet I have gotten down upon my knees, and I have washed your feet. The act that you as a, a Jew in your rituals understand is something that the lowliest of servants do in their master's homes. When guests come in, it's not the guests or the owners or those of the elite, but it's the servants that get down and wash the feet. The Lord speaks to them and says, but I need you to understand what I just did. Because if you're going to make it in the years to come in preaching this gospel, you need to get a hold of this revelation. And that is, you, no matter how high I call you in the kingdom, no matter what takes place in your life, you are your brother's servant. And as a servant, you do not have the right to accuse or demand or rule or control. But as a servant, you yield you, your substance, your spirit, and your life to one another. And Jesus is saying, if you can get a hold of this revelation... 
and truly become a servant to one another. There is no power in hell. There is no power in the government. There is no power in man that can destroy you or take from you your relationship to one another. It's about being a servant to my brother and my sister. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now there was another place in the Word of God where the Bible says the mother of, I believe it was the sons of thunder, the James and John, if I'm not mistaken. The mother comes to Jesus and says, Lord, could it be that one of my sons sit on the right hand and one of my sons sit on the other? Another gospel records it. It doesn't include mom. It just says that James and John, the sons of thunders, that they came to Jesus and said, I wonder if I can sit on the right and I wonder if I can be on the left of your throne when you come back for your kingdom. It is amazing how we're willing to fight for the position of the throne. But we're not willing to pick up the towel and wash the feet of our brothers and sisters. <laughs> Lord says, that position's not for me to give. It may be. Or you're able to be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with. Oh, yea, Lord, we are. Indeed, you shall be. be you shall be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with. And he wasn't talking about water at that moment. He was talking about the crucifixion. Indeed, you will suffer. Indeed, there will be trouble and persecution and tribulation in your walk upon this earth as you serve me. And if you don't get a hold of this one concept that you learn to be a servant to your brother and your sister, you will not succeed. You will not succeed. Jesus has called us to one of the highest standards of Christianity. And that's being a servant. There's nothing more powerful. Nothing changes the life of your neighbor like when you serve them. Nothing changes the life of your enemy like when you serve them. That's why God says they persecute you, you pray for them. He said... If they, take, if they take your coat, they take your coat. Huh? They take your coat. Ah, he said, no, jeez. He said, if they need your coat, they need one, they probably need two. Here, no, 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 you keep yours, you're the thief. They take one, he said. Just give them the other. You don't have to worry about it. He already told you. He said, you don't have to worry about what you wear, what you eat, where you live, where you go, how you dress. And you. He says, I'll take care of all of that. You want to impact the lives of those that are around you, you learn to serve them. Pray for them. Bless them. Give to them. Oh, come on, somebody. You need to listen. I'm telling you. That's the reason why there's power in this church today because I believe we are a church that is learning how to love one another and serve one another, be kind to one another, feel for one another. 
And Sister Peard stood up and gave us the testimony. And in that testimony concerning her daughter and the situation she was in, you stood. You didn't haphazardly pray. I could feel your passion. I could feel your connection. You reached out. You got a hold of that. It was as though it was your own child laid up in a hospital room somewhere. That's what God is talking about. When my brother hurts, I hurt with him. When my brother rejoices, I rejoice with him. If they cry, I cry with them. Whatever is going on, I'm going to be there with them. No envy, no jealousy. No, no, no. There's a power in learning to be a servant. When the God of heaven, the Lord of the universe, robed in flesh, got down upon his knees and washed the feet of lowly humanity. He said, do you have any concept of what I have done today? Because if you can, then you can be anything in Christ. Anything in Christ. John chapter 13, verse 34. A new commandment I give unto you. That you love one another as I have loved you. And that ye also love one another. Verse 35. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples because of your doctrine. This shall all men know that you are my disciples because of your outward holiness standards. This shall men know that all of you are my disciples uh, because of your, your uh, understanding of the gospel. No, he said, you want to know how? They're going to know that you were born of me when they watch you and how you treat your brother, how you treat your enemy, how you treat one another. He said, they're going to stand back in awe and they're going to go, surely there's something greater inside of them than what the world has to offer by your love to one another giving of one another so that's how they're going to know that you are my disciples it's always the strife within not the strife without that hurts us study the word of God Look at Cain and Abel. It was the battle within, not the battle without. First John 3 and 10. And this the children of God are manifested. And the children of the devil, whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God. Neither he that loveth not his brother. For this is the message that ye heard from the beginning. That we should love one another. Not as Cain who was of the wicked one and slew his brother. And wherefore slew he him? Because his own works were evil. And his brother's righteousness. Own evil and his brother's righteousness. Marvel not my brethren. If, if the world hate you, you know that ye have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. I want to tell you, it's not the devil that's going to tear the church apart. It's not the government that's going to tear the church apart. It's not the world that'll tear the church apart. It's when we battle ourselves within that we crumble and fall. But when we learn to love one another, no matter the race, no matter the creed, no matter the education level, no matter the culture, no matter the background, no matter any of these things, you're my brother, you're my sister, so take me by the hand. But I'm here to tell you, 
when that power gets a hold of us, there's nothing that will shake this church. I'm going to tell you what's going to change the hearts of sinners when they walk into this place and they feel the love of God. We have one to another. Our songs may impress them. Our programs may inspire them. The preaching may get their attention. But our love for one another will change their life forever. Our love for one another will draw them to this God. The only power and source capable of making something like that happen. You can just flow through the word. And I'm closing. Moses and the children of Israel. Was Pharaoh Moses' greatest enemy? No. It was the children of Israel. Pharaoh wasn't a problem. When God got ready to take care of Pharaoh, he said, hey, go get that stick. Stick. Going into the throne, but Pharaoh's got a staff of gold. Go get that stick and go into the throne of Pharaoh, and we're going to take care of Pharaoh. Pharaoh was never the problem. It was the children of Israel that were the problem. And you follow that all the way through. It wasn't the enemies. God told Abraham, everywhere as you put your foot, I'm going to give you the property. He said, look as far as you can look. I'm going to give it to you. Abraham's problem was Lot. The strife from within. And when that was finally taken care of, God was able to go on with David and Saul. It wasn't, it wasn't their enemies of the Philistines. That giant in that valley was never their problem. Their problem was the fact that Saul had let envious envy get in his heart. And he was pursuing the one that he saw the anointing of God upon. Rather than going at his feet and washing his feet and yielding to him. And I'm here to tell you today that if Saul would have yielded to David, God would have spared his family. The strife within that caused it all. Jacob and Esau. Let's just go, it just goes on and on. First John chapter 2, verse 10 and 11, the word of the Lord says, He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is no occasion of stumbling in him. I'm going to tell you why we fall. I'm going to tell you why we stumble. I'm going to tell you why we trip up. I'm going to tell you why we fall on our face over and over and over and over. We have ought against our brother. We have to search our own hearts. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness and knoweth not whither he goeth because that darkness had blinded his eyes. First John 4, 21. And this commandment have we from him that he who loveth, he who loveth God love his brother also. There's nothing more powerful. It's right here in this room. Than you and I truly loving one another. And you cannot love your brother. Until you are willing to serve him.
you cannot love your brother until you are willing to serve him. To those that have done you wrong, until you are willing to serve him. How do I know for sure if I indeed love my brother? How do I know for sure if I am indeed fulfilling these commandments? When from the purity and sincerity of your heart, you can begin to serve them. How do I serve them? Ask God, he'll tell you. I promise you. You say, Lord, so-and-so has offended me. We've all been offended. And the Bible says that his kids aren't easily offended, but it didn't say they weren't offended. We live, sorry. Don't get offended. You live long enough, you will be offended. Something will happen. Lord, my brother has offended me. I want to know that I have forgiven him. I want to know that I am doing right in your eyes because I certainly don't want to be dark in darkness and then be blinded. When you're blinded and you cannot see, you, you, you don't even know that you're living in offense. You think you made it right. Well, here's the test. Can you go serve them? Can you find a way to do something kind in their life and mean it in your heart? And I'm going to tell you something. The moment you do it, there will be such a healing that takes place in you. Such a freedom that will come. There's nothing like living on this planet and being truly free. Him whom the Son has set free is free indeed. I'm telling you, the most beautiful feeling as a human you can ever experience is true freedom. Freedom from sin. And freedom from bondage that I put up on myself by not loving my brother loving my sister. And when you serve them, don't expect them to reciprocate. Because all that, all that means is actually you were just trying to get them to apologize. And you did it under the deception of your apology. And that's what happens when people apologize. And the other person don't apologize. And you get madder. 
Because you weren't even really apologizing. You was trying to trick them into it. Well, if I apologize, they'll apologize. And when they don't, you get mad at them. So don't expect them to reciprocate. That's not why you're doing it. You are serving them. You are serving them. And God will honor you. And he will break that bondage. The chains that wrap themselves around your heart. Because you have been offended. And the only way to break those chains is to love and serve the one who offended you. The truth. So, no music. All y'all, every one of y'all need to pray. Dear God, this whole worship team, go, get down. Ministry, go. I want my platform cleared. Just kidding, they're wonderful people. Now, sometimes this can become disastrous. So I just want to say this to you. This is not the moment to try to heal some 10-year wound. And you go seek out your enemy, who you thought was your enemy. Really, your enemy was with you the whole time because it's you. <laughs> this isn't the time to go find that brother or that sister and pray them through to the Holy Ghost. Because obviously they need it. But this is the time to find a brother and a sister. And what we're going to do is you are going to go brother to brother. Everybody say brother to brother. Sister to sister. You're going to go to go to that brother. And if you can, you're going to get on your knees. That's very difficult for pastors. You're going to get on your knees, and you're going to put your hands on your brother's feet. And you're going to begin to bless him. If it's a sister, you're just going to begin to bless her. You're going to pray financial blessings on her. Health, guidance, and strength. Whatever the Lord lays on your heart. And while you're praying, laying hands on the feet, the brother or sister is going to lay hands on your head. Because I'm going to tell you the anointing is going to flow through them right into you. Because you are humbling yourself to your brother and your sister. This is something we should probably do once a month. And it's definitely something we should do before you take communion. We're going to do communion next week. But some of y'all need to get some junk out of you. And so while you find a brother or a sister... And you just humble yourself to them. And you pray over them. God's going to give you the strength to fix a real issue in your life.
a real situation in your life. Listen, to fix this thing in me, Brother Stubblefield, I don't have to come up to you and say, Brother, you have offended me, especially if you don't even know. People get that verse mixed up. Jesus said, if you come to the altar with a gift and you know that your brother has ought against you. It didn't say if you had ought against your brother. Because they may not know it. And you go tell them. And all you do is stir something up. It said if you bring your gift to the altar and you know that your brother has ought against you. Now God gives you the right to go to them. To serve them. Not to judge them. But to serve them. So I don't have to, if you don't, I don't have to come say to you that you've done something. All I have to do is serve him. He doesn't even have to know why. I can just say, Brother Cal, call you up and say, Brother, let's go. Let's go do lunch. It's on me. You can have anything on your ham and cheese sandwich that you want. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to find out a way to serve you. And when I do, it's going to break the chains in my heart. And I am going to be a free man. Or a free woman. And when true freedom comes to your life, it will give you power. First of all, that's when you are not easily offended, when you're truly free. But when you're in bondage, you can become easily offended. I wish I had your shoulder, man. That's when you can become easily offended because you're already harboring offense. You can have the nicest dog in the world, but if it's wounded and you touch its wound, it's going to bite you. And that's what happens. Is from time to time we touch wounds in people's lives. And they snap, and we don't even know why they're snapping, but we touch a wound. I don't want wounds. I want to be healed. And the only way I can be healed is to love and serve the one who wounded me. I got to find a way to do it. Now, timing works in this as well. Timing works in this. Some of you may not be ready to fix certain things. Some of you wonder why you come to pastor and why pastor doesn't get on something right away because when I go to do it, the Lord speaks to me and says, they're not ready. So all you're going to do is fester the wound. You're going to make it worse. You wait on me, I'll tell you when to touch it. And most of the times I don't have to touch it because God has a way of taking care of it. Okay, I know I'm rambling, sorry. So <coughs> it's 112. 
we'll be done here in just a little bit. I know it's been a long service, but it's the last service of the year. Right? And, and you ought to be excited because next Sunday is the first Sunday of the month and the first Sunday of the year, and you get to bring a sanctuary offering. That ought to make you excited. We're going to build that thing. We're going to build it. All right, so let's stand. We're not going to do any music. This isn't about music. Now, I know we like to juke and jive. So we're just going to take a moment. I want you to go, brother, find a brother, sister, find a sister. Just, And it would probably be great if you found someone you didn't know well. But, if, but you know, that's, that's okay. When you found your partner, do a thumbs up. Most of y'all weren't even moving. Y'all got y'all partner? Who's still looking? All right. All right, before we do this, we're going to pray together, okay? Are y'all ready? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're about to do something that you have commanded us to do in your word. You showed us as the prime example that we are to humble ourselves and we are to serve our brothers. We are to serve our sisters. I ask God that there would be a special move of your spirit in the next few minutes. I pray, Lord, that when our hands touch the feet of our sisters and our brothers, God, that we would feel this love that you were talking about. We would feel, God, your approval and what it is that we are doing, that you are pleased, that we are willing to serve one another, that we are willing to wash one another's feet, pray over one another's feet. We are willing to humble ourselves to one another. God, I just ask, Father, for your power and your spirit that as we continue this process, that your glory would just fill this building with might and power and anointing. And that chains would be broken, God, as this takes place. Break the chains that have wrapped themselves around the hearts of so many. I pray, Father, do it, God. Let the name of Jesus be glorified. It's our prayer. In Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. All right, if you're physically able, I want you to make your way down to the feet. I know that's not easy. I know it's difficult. You may have to be off to the side. If it's absolutely impossible, then just sit down next to them. Lay your hands upon their knees. Jesus, in your name, just humble yourself before your sister right now. Humble yourself before your brother. Father, in your precious name, I love you, Lord. I love you. I praise you. Come on, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. God, I yield myself. I humble myself. I give myself, Father. The powerful name of the Lord. The powerful name of the Lord. The powerful name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless my brother God. Bless him. Bless him in their body. Bless him God. 
Bless them in their health, Lord. Jesus in your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless their finances, God. I pray, Lord, bless their finances. Open up windows of heaven upon them, God, that they cannot contain. Oh, that's it, church. That's it. Just bless them, bless them, just bless them, just bless them. Oh, hallelujah. Bless them with understanding of thy word, oh God. Open their understanding of your word, Father.
Lord, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. This is my brother, my sister. God, I pray for her. I lift her up, Lord. I lift her up, God. I lift him up, Jesus. I speak healing, blessings upon him. Healing and blessings upon him. Healings and blessings. Healings and blessings. Healings and blessings. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet, if you will, and let's just lift our hands to the Lord and just pray his blessings into this service. God, we just thank you. Father, your mighty hand, your mighty power, your mighty glory, Lord. Thank you for helping us to serve one another, love one another. How we worship you and magnify you, oh God. How we bless you, Lord. How we bless you. How we bless you. How we bless you, Jesus. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. Oh, God, break the chains upon our hearts. Break the bondage, oh God. Set us free, Lord. Teach us to serve our brothers, serve our sisters. Teach us to serve one another, God. To honor one another. Humble ourselves to one another, oh Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. The quickest way to break anything that's trying to get a hold of your heart when it deals with a brother or sister is find a way to serve them. God gave us that example. He showed us what it means to be a servant to one another, to love one another. We're going to baptize um, sister, Brother and Sister Mata, getting her daughter ready to be baptized. She received the Holy Ghost a while back, and we're going to baptize, I believe at camp, we're going to baptize her in Jesus' name. I love you. Everybody say Church Wednesday. Let's be in church on Wednesday, and then the Sunday after be our launch service, Vision. We're going to cast Vision. We're going to um, be taking communion. We're just going to have a wonderful time in the Lord. We're going to launch this new year. We're going to see hundreds of people get the Holy Ghost in 2019. Revivals. God bless you. Pastor will be starting a daily devotion tomorrow. Be kicking it back up. God bless you. I love you. If you don't get my daily devotion, it's because I do not have your email address. Give me your email and you'll receive it, my daily devotion. God bless you. We're going through the Bible. We're in the book of Exodus. I love you. Greet one another. Love one another. Serve one another. Be kind to one another. <laughs>